0: Good afternoon, everybody. One of the Shailahs that I've been getting a lot lately is about saying Slichos without a minion. People who are either traveling or who are women who are unable to uh, to attend a minion every day. So is there uh, an ability to say Slichos without a minion? And what sort of adjustments should be made to Slichos if one is going to be reciting Slichos without a minion? So generally, it's uh, good to daven, even be Yechidus. Even if you're not going to be able to daven with the Tzibur, Hashem listens to our Tzfilos. Particularly, particularly during the Aser mechuva the Gemara tells us be B'Yechi, has more power than it does throughout the rest of the year. The Gemara discusses the stira between the Pasuk of Dishu HaShem B'him which implies that there are only certain times of the year where HaShem is, so to speak, available to us, versus B'chalkareinu, I love, that whenever we call out to Him, HaShem is available. So the Gemara says that the difference is that B'yachet and B'zibur, that if a person is davening yachidus that it's only B'him and Elu HaSeres Yom Roshana Yom that a yachid has access, like Rosh uh, Baruch during Aseret Simet Shuvah, whereas uh, throughout the year, Tzibor has access to HaKadosh Baruch whatever that means, whatever level of access we're talking about. Now, the origin of saying slichos during the uh, days prior to Rosh Hashanah and during Aseret Simei Tshuva, it does not really seem to come from the Gemara. Uh, we don't find that the Gemara mentions the idea of some sort of organized slichos in the Yom Narayim, although it does relate to the concept of slichos on fast days. The earliest uh, record of such a Minag is from the Gaonim. So the Tshuvas of Gaonim, they say that in the Yeshivas of Surah and Pumbadisa, they would say slichos during the Aseret Simei is It's interesting, I think Chabad is that they say slichos only before Rosh Hashanah, and then after Rosh Hashanah, they stop saying slichos. I think. I think uh, they, uh, they say from the Tzedek like that, that Ad kan mikan I think that's the way they, that uh, you talk the, talk the talk beforehand, once Rosh Hashanah comes then you got to walk the walk. But uh, but it sounds from the Tshuva sagon that it was a minute to do during uh, during Yom Naraim. And Rav Haigon says that some people already start Rosh Chodesh Elul. We know that our minute, we start uh, at least four days before Rosh Hashanah, but always on the matzai Menucha, always on matzai Shabbos. And Mishmur quotes two reasons, either because you have to uh, be mevaker for for a mum, you have to look for any any spiritual mum that we may have. And a karba needs four days of uh, investigating of checking for a mum, or because uh, there are four days of a sarrisimet shuba that we're unable to fast. So we move, uh, we we make up for that by having the slichos four days in advance of a However, there are certain parts of slichos that one has to be careful about without a minion. And I'm thinking of two things in particular. There's the yudgam lamed sarachim, and then there are the parts that are in Aramaic so first the Yud Gimlomit Sarachimim. so uh, the Gemara tells us uh, that uh, HaKadosh that Baruch who taught Moshe Rabbeinu the Yud Gimlomit Sarachimim, and he was nisatif Kishliach Tzibor, he wrapped himself up like a Shliach Tzibor when he taught Moshe Rabbeinu uh, this special uh, uh, formula that our Tfilos will not be Chazareikam where we're not going to be turned away empty handed, so in uh, the Siddur of Rav Amun Gon, which is the earliest known Siddur he quotes Rav Nasan Gon who says that you only say the Yud Gimlomit HaSarachim with a because the whole idea of the sarachimim is that when Klal Yisrael comes together as a tzibor, as a unit, and uses this formula, Hashem will not turn us away empty-handed, and therefore, Shulchan Aruch says that one should not recite the Yid without a minion. However, the Shulchan Aruch says, when you are alone, and you want to say the Yid you could do it Pettorah's Talmud Torah, not Pettorah's uh, Yid and how do you... Uh, I, uh, how do you demonstrate that you're doing it as a form of Talmud Torah, you have to say it with the trap so if you say it with the trap, then you're allowed to say it even be problem is that a lot of the people that are asking the questions are women, and women were never taught the trap because they didn't have to study the trap for their uh, bar mitzvahs, so uh, so they don't have that option of saying it with the trap, so then they should probably just skip the Yud Gimel midos that's what Shulcharak Paskins like the Shittas HaRashba that if Davidin be you don't say the Yud Gimel unless you say it with the trap, and that's what all the Achronim seem to assume as well. Then there's a second issue, a second part of slichos that one also has to be a little more careful about when it comes to davening b'yichidus, and that is those sections that are b'lashon arami, rachman ha'da'anil ha'aneh ha'aneh you know, those parts that are clearly in lashon arami. Why would lashon arami make a difference? So there is a Gemara in Shabbos of Yud Be'ezah, and Be'ezah tells us la'olam al-yishol adam of arami v'am rabi'elchanan kalashol tzrach b'lashon arami, e'in Neskal and low lufishen malache hasharis makirin beloshner ramis malache hasharis don't speak arami and therefore they're not going to help uh bring our tefilos up to the ribonu so one should not daven beloshner rami now there is a stira that all the rishonim struggle with because the mishnah in sota and daf lambeza benalb says elu neamar bchal parsha sota videmaisu kriyashma utfila That tefillah could be b'chalashon. Khalashon sounds like it means even Lashon rami. So, uh, so which is it? Do we, are we not allowed to daven Lashon arami? Or are you allowed to daven b'chalashon? So Beis Yosef quotes three shittos in Rishonim. The rift shita is that Tfila B'Tzibur does not require a Malach and therefore tfila B'Tzibur could be B'Lashon arami. But when you daven B'Yechidus, that does require the aid of a Malach. A Malach will not be able to help you B'Lashon Rami, and therefore B'Yechidus it can only be B'Lashon HaKod. Where you're davening, but that's what the Mishnah salt is talking about, that Bikal Lashon. Rabbi and Bracha Zainam Rav Midapa Ariv says a little bit uh, differently. He says it depends what you're davening for. Are you davening the typical tefilos that you say each and every day, or you have some sort of specific bakasha for yourself? And that, and that's what cannot be done for Lashon HaRami or in other languages. And then there's the Shita Sarash, where the Rash's Shita is that it all depends on uh, Lashon HaRami versus other languages. That the Malachi Ashari specifically don't like Lashon Arami because Lashon Arami, the, uh, the 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 Achronim explain because it's so close to Lashon Hakodesh that they find it very uh, very difficult. Uh, the uh, the Tulsus and Shabbos raises the question: What do you mean Makirim. They understand even they Malachim know what's in our minds. They know what's in our hearts, and they know they know what we're thinking. They can read our minds. So how does it mean they don't understand Lashon Arami? In order for us to speak Loshan we have to think it first. That Balayatos couldn't uh, conceive of a possibility that a person is uh, saying words in tefillah without anything going through his mind, right? So if they're reading your mind so obviously they know what's already in your mind they, they're, they're going to understand Lashna Rami so it's not that they don't understand Lashna Rami it's that they don't like it. it's Meguna Be'enei Hamalachim, says the Beis Yosef Sim They find it Meguna because of its uh, closeness to Lashna Kodesh, that it's a corruption of the uh, of Lashna Kodesh. Now, uh, so So, uh, be that as it may, it would seem, certainly according to the Rush and according to the Riff as well, if one is davening b'yechidus, one should not daven uh, b'loshon arami. When you're davening b'tzibur, you could daven b'loshon arami. So, it's therefore... Gedai to skip uh, the parts that are when, you, when you're saying just another point about Slichos that often points out is that a lot of times people put as uh, Rabbi Yudin likes say the emphasis on the wrong syllable when it comes to Slichos they try to make sure they get every word of those paragraphs that are in between the Yudgim and then they get to the end where you rush through right? so, and then uh, you and you skip half of that because who can keep up with the uh, Tzibor they say and Right, so all of that uh, they, they run through quickly so often points out that's the part that the Tanayim said that we have in the Mishnahis so that's much more important than the later Piyutim that were written as part of the, uh, the later Slichos that were written in, in between the, uh, the Midas HaRachamim so if you can't say all of those parts in the middle in between the Midas HaRachamim make sure you say the Midas when you're Bitsibor, not when you're not B'tzibor and whether you're B'tzibor or B'yechidus make sure to say that part the Anayim HaShem the Mishnah that part uh, slowly and nicely and uh, carefully, it's also the only part you're likely to understand. So it's, uh, it's uh, you know, it's, it's a good place to invest your, uh, your, your efforts. So at the end of the day a person can say slichos alone even without a minyan, but if you do so, you should skip the mitus rachmim unless you can be able to say it with a trot and you should skip the Aramaic sections and a person should have uh, extra emphasis on the parts of the slichos that we know go way back to the days of the Tanaim. Everyone have a wonderful day.